121 of the Fellowship and another episode of the Read and Deed podcast. If you're listening along with any sort of bewildering regularity, it will be of no surprise to you that this recording is coming a fair few days after the last recording. It is ramping up rather than down in this festive period. I feel that we are reaching a, a crescendo in terms of how busy the research is rather than trying to wind things down. Um, said every academic ever. But anyway, um, anyway, that um, somewhat disguised moan aside, uh, uh, everything's going pretty well on that front um, and really enjoying it. But that's not the point of why I'm with you today. I am actually... <laughs> recording this in a tiny wee sound booth in my upstairs office at home with a soundproof pad on my desk and a blanket over my head to reduce sound. I'm not in the office, I'm not in the place that I've usually optimised for recording these podcasts and you'll have noticed that some previous episodes have just completely thrown in the towel on that front and recorded things from my phone as I'm watching my dog deposit the last of his daily breath outside. Um, <laughs> but I described that today because the reason all of this is happening is I am uh, working from home for the rest of the year. When I can work from home, uh, my wife is returning to work this month and I'm at home uh, taking on the reins to look after her now almost 10 month old son, uh, child number two and the chaotic mix that is our family. I am loving it. I really, really am. But can you sense that big giant butt that's coming? The, <laughs> the conjunction here, the, the big giant butt that I wish I wasn't saying is that I am hyper aware of just how much of a warrior I, I am. I, I am on all the time. I'm constantly thinking. Um, I'm a stress laxer, so when even when I'm relaxing, I'm thinking about doing the next thing, you know, write, writing a paper, thinking about research problems, um, challenges, unsolved problems, um, you know, what others in my team need. Work, work, work all the time. I've, uh, you know, uh, this is not a, a, a round table admission this is an obvious point of fact but worth saying out loud I, I know I'm a workaholic I work all the time I love my work but it often comes at a price of me never being able to switch off at the times that I should and this time at home is a really precious time to practice that and I'm feeling very especially privileged to even have the opportunity uh, this you know, a, a lot going on uh, locally and globally uh, to remind all of us that some of the things we think are problems are not problems. But uh, the theme of today, uh, I've said a lot there before even mentioning the word theme uh, and the thing that I always promise to leave with you, but the theme of today is to consider what are the things that can wait today so that you can avoid irreplaceable moments ever having to compete. In other words, maybe to flip that around a little bit, 
you know, how is it that we can avoid irreplaceable moments in time having to compete with anything that will wait? Put something like that that out in a form of words uh, for my daily thought series on Instagram and other places. But it came to the fore today, actually. Uh, it was one of those lovely opportunities where I really got tested and taking my own medicine when I uh, sprinted at breakneck speed to my son's uh, baby sensory class. So it's you know, it's a it's a it's an hour of uh, what feels like to the adults a drug free psychedelic experience. Um, all the little sub one year old kids get to roll all around on the floor listening to music playing with toys and looking at bright shiny lights for the best part of an hour so that they crumble into slumber afterwards. It's brilliant for the kids and actually quite relaxing um, for the adults, the parents in the room. Uh, and you can see just how few dads make it along to these things when you know I just became accepting of the fact that the host of these little baby sensory sessions is going to refer to the room as ladies rather than ladies and gentlemen um yeah but that's there's a topic for another podcast uh, but i'm seeing it firsthand now uh, but anyway back to the main thread of this story uh, sprinting to make it on time to this class and today when my son and i you know offloaded ourselves onto the floor and took off our shoes to start playing along in this baby sensory class. I happened to bump into someone I'd never met, but who um, spotted something on my apparel that told them that I worked at a university. And they asked where and when I worked at that particular place. And it so happened that they'd spent a fair bit of time uh, at the same institution. They were on maternity leave, me on paternity leave of sorts and just through that you know pleasant conversation I was saying things that made me realize just how much of a overthinker and constant warrior that I actually am you know, speaking to this other person I was you know jokingly saying oh you know you've been off during a time of a lot of change at the institution. You know, have you been looking from the outside in? Um, how are you feeling about going back to work? Now, all things that I've thought about myself and all things that have made me worried because I'm constantly fighting the battle between enjoying those precious moments and, you know, overthinking the stuff that can wait. But this, you know, this person was just taking it all in their stride you know, completely in the moment, in the room, and then answering me saying things like, you know, I'll tackle those problems when they come. I'll take it day by day. I'll think about the job when I go back to it, but not right now. And I completely and utterly admire that to the point of near envy because I'm trying to cultivate that. I am not in any way great at it, but I'm taking the vast majority of of this month as a reminder that once again to repeat today's theme there are times where you need to consider where are the irreplaceable moments and how can you avoid 
irreplaceable moments in your life competing with anything that will wait. For me, those irreplaceable moments are watching my son smiling at me, feeling the weight in my chest increase as he falls asleep with, you know, leaning on me as both sitting on the couch in slumber, holding his hands with my fingers and slowly letting go as he takes his first adventurous solo steps for the first time. These irreplaceable moments should never, ever have to compete with things that will wait. But if you, like me, are a warrior, an overworker of sorts, a stress laxer even, please do consider how can you identify the irreplaceable moments in your life and how can you make sure that they never, ever have to compete with anything that will wait. The things that will wait will be there when you come back and they'll probably get the very best of your thinking power if you just allow them to wait. Thanks again, as always, for being here. A reminder that if you've got any questions about this episode or previous episodes, please do reach out using the Q&A form on the podcast website pages. I'll pick up your audio recording, play it out loud on another episode, and I'll answer it off the cuff, unscripted, just like all these other episodes, and give you um, the very best of my thinking in the most genuine way I can, in a way that I sincerely hope will help you, just as I hope this episode has helped you in some small way. I'll see you again soon for another episode of the Read Indeed podcast. Take care. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-r-e-i-d dot com. Thanks again for listening.